Here I go again Same old bar, same old friends It's just my place for security Place like home friends like you and me Here I go Hello everybody and welcome back to the Patrick Lally Show podcast. We are coming to you from the the antechamber. The, uh, the, what do we call this? We call this the... The, the nice room in Oval the back office. of the, the what? The Oval Office. The Oval Office in the back of the Full Circle Book Co-op in beautiful downtown Sioux Falls, the best little city in America. And uh, as usual, we tape here on Tuesday nights, except when we don't. And uh, uh, normally, uh, we're out in the big room at the Full Circle Book Co-op. But uh, the good people here, uh, Sean and Jason, they've got a... They've got an event tonight. There's no city council, so there's no city council bingo. Oh. So there's uh, there's all I was told is it's it's holistic in nature, and it's about thirty people. Oh. So there's going to be thirty holistic-minded people coming in here very soon. Holistic crap. Yes. Oh, so we're we're wow. in the back room, which is good. No, we like it back here. There's a lot of books on the on the shelves. It's a kind of a reading room. It's a reading room, and uh, so. That's where we are today, but if you came down, you were listening to this podcast later, so I came down there and I didn't see him. It's because we were in the back room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we got a great show today. Uh, before we uh, go too far, I better introduce my guests because they're talking. Uh, first, uh, we're going to talk to uh, a return guest. Well, you're both return guests. Jason Noyes, who's from What's Going On Sioux Falls, uh, has been here before, talking about his uh, fine a, a listing a exploration of all things going on in Sioux Falls. Jason, welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And uh, my other guest, uh, you know him from uh, many appearances on the short-lived and semi-beloved radio program, uh, the common man, Johnny Nichols. Great to be with you, Patrick. Yeah, welcome back, man. That's great. Anytime I can sit here with a beer in my hand and talk to you, that's great. It's been too long. And I tell people that this is, this is way better than, well, it's not way better. It's different than radio, but one of the ways it's different is well, two things. You can swear, mm. and you can drink. So that sounds like a normal uh, Sunday afternoon for you and I. Is this a great country or what? <laughs> By the way, have you, been, have you been keeping up on your XFL? You bet. Uh, might I remind you, my Houston Roughnecks are 3 and 0. Oh. oh, my God. How, is, how are my St. Louis... Battle Hawks are a pretty tough squad, but they're 2 and 1. And by the way, that loss came to... Yes, they're Houston Roughnecks. Oh, see, I have yet to be able to actually watch it. Well, we're going to talk about that. We're, we'll talk <laughs> about that. We'll talk about football, <laughs> and and I will be very interested to hear how the betting is going, <laughs> what the lines are doing. Bad. <laughs> Don't bet the over. <laughs> I thought we were supposed to bet the over. Well, I ain't making it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the bookies know more than we do. Uh, anyway, guys, thanks for being here. We're going to talk. We're going to start off talking to Jason because we want to know what's going on, Jason, um, uh, here on the Patrick Lally Show podcast, which I should mention is sponsored. Not only do the good people here at Full Circle Book Co-op allow us to use their space, uh, but uh, you know we've got uh, two sponsors now. Of course, there's the uh, uh, Northview Bait and Tackle. You're home for live bait, dead tackle, propane, propane accessories, U-Haul, uh, storage, and high-end dog and cat food. Mm-hmm. So you can get pretty much anything you need over there at uh, at uh, Northview Bait and Tackle. It's uh, on North Qantas Avenue, just south of Russell Street. And as usual, the offer still stands. Any listener of this show, any listener of this show, 
that goes in to North New Bait and Tackle, and don't be afraid, people, it's just a bait shop, okay? You go in there, you say, I'm here for the free Coke and peanuts. <laughs> and you talk to Matt Staub, proprietor, and if he gives you any crap about that, you take the Coke, you take the peanuts, you leave, and you tell him to deal with me. Seems fair. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> so I'm trying to, I'm actually trying to get somebody to go in there. Well, like, but he knows me. No, d well, wear a hat. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you know him. Everybody that listens to this show knows him. He's been on the show. <laughs> our, you know, our, our, our sound engineer, uh, David, is bringing us coasters. Making noise. Gosh, oh, were they? Oh, I see. We were. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. We would hate to have bad audio That's on this show. Never good. Um, and our other, I should say, our other uh, sponsor, uh, Red Barn Salsa. Handcrafted small batch salsa made on the Good Earth Organic Farm just south of Lenox. Local and delicious. And it is awesome. And uh, more details coming on Red Barn Salsa, like where you can get it, yeah. other than my house. <laughs> <laughs> Very you can soon. always get it there. Very soon. No, Nancy and Jeff Kirstein, uh, they, have, uh, they have perfected the art of salsa down there. they got a lot of range of heats. Mm. Uh, there's one of them that you can't really eat, you can only cook with. Ooh. Like, it's, if you put it on a chip and you eat it, sayonara, suckers. Seems like a dare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's real good. It's real good. But they've got, uh, they've got some uh, salsa there for us commoners as well. So, Red Barn Salsa, Lenox, South Dakota. Um, Jason. Yes, sir. What the hell's going on, man? What's going on, Sioux Falls? <laughs> First of all, remind people what you do. What I do, I uh, I run What's Going On Sioux Falls. Um, I'm I'm happy you got the name right this time. Uh, mm -hmm. You nailed it first try. Thanks. Uh, no problem. Don't, it doesn't mean it's going to last. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> one for one. One for one, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, tag it right on Facebook. That's all you should worry about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, yeah I run uh, What's Going On Sioux Falls. Um, been doing it for since 2016, I believe, April ish. So yeah, coming up in four years. Um, wow, that long. Geez. I know. I, honestly, it's like I didn't. It doesn't seem like four years, but yeah. I mean, it's it's been flying. So. Uh, and I should mention, you are also a. Uh, this goes way back. Jason and I have known each other quite a while. Goes way back to uh, uh, you're an Argus Leader refugee. Yes. From way back in the day. 2000 so. to 2005. Wow, so that is a long time ago, my friend. It is very long ago. Uh, so you're uh, uh, what? What is? So you've got you've got a website. You've got yep. Facebook. Yep. Big social media presence. Yep. And if I want to know what's going on in Sioux Falls, yes, that's where I go. Yes. Hopefully, I mean, I, I, that's that's the goal. You know, that's yeah. why that's why you do this. So, um, but yeah, uh, I. All, I have most information out on the website, um, the WGOSF.com. Um, you can actually see details, photos. You need a uh, jingle. Yeah. WGOSF.com. Well, I, you got that on audio right now. I'll just, I'll just go ahead and record that. <laughs> just peel that right out of there. Yeah. So, um, that probably should be our third sponsor. Hey. Well, I mean, yeah. Free listings for uh, the Patrick Lally Show. Yeah. That's all you got to do. It's pretty easy. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll look into that. <laughs> we'll do the we'll do a jingle. WGOSF dot com. Do I get a coke right on that? Yeah, you do. Oh, for harmony. Sound engineer uh, David gets a harmony harmonizing credit on that one. Yeah. So it's uh, it's going good though. You're yeah. All right. No. Yeah. Definitely going good. Uh, it's it's getting busier. Um, obviously, 
with uh, when it ever, if it ever gets nice out, um, you know, it'll definitely get busier. More more events will be happening, you know, street musicians, stuff like that going on. Um, so right now, um, it's not necessarily slow. Um, Fridays and Saturdays, I still post about 50 events. Wow. So, um, but like. That is a lot. That, that is a lot. Um, a lot of it is, you know, karaoke and DJs and stuff like that, but there's. There's plays going on, um, like for example, uh, tonight and tomorrow is the 20th anniversary tour of Rent, that is at Washington Pavilion. Oh, really? So, yeah. Um, I didn't know that. That was the big bus that drove by. Oh, really? The yeah. Rent bus went by? Uh, I, big, yeah, big old... I did not see it, but oh, wow. I yeah. So see, normally it, when we're in the front of the room, we get the. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I mean that uh, that's going on right now. Um, so you know that that's pretty big uh, for that. Uh, you know, for you guys are talking football, uh, Vikings fans. You know, Tommy Kramer and uh, Ricky Young was a running back for Tommy him. Kramer. Uh, they are going to be at the Gateway Lounge uh, Thursday and Woody's on Friday, and they're going to be doing autographs and stuff like that. Touchdown, Tommy! I wonder Kramer. if uh, Tommy was kind of famous for his performances in bars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not exactly sure that he's having a two-day tour. <laughs> how, that's gonna, bender. how that's going to work on Friday? <laughs> Those are just the official dates that he's out there. So, uh, what, what are the odds? There's a Wiley stop in there somewhere. <laughs> they invited him. I think I saw it. It was like a Facebook. Oh, page. really? Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that where, could... where famous people go to headbutt, I guess. <laughs> no, Wiley's is they've cleaned it up down there. Yeah. I don't want to say anything bad about Wiley's. It's no, they're they're, they're great. But I do notice that when I've been down there recently at like ten o'clock, like really? I got reverse carded. Oh, really? Listen, you're way too old to be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wiley's has a great DJ this Friday. Yeah. Me. Who's that? Yes. You are right. <laughs> what are you spinning, man? What do you do? Oh, just basically requests. Um, you know, top 40s, some country. I mean, very little rock. What I is mean, top 40? I don't even oh know. Oh, my gosh. Um Jeez. I don't know these people. You know, I don't Taylor even want to know some of these people. Beyonce? Well, t- yeah, those aren't really top 40, but they're popular. Oh, I mean, okay. you, you still play them, but there, there's a lot of artists out there current now. Current pop. Is what yes. The, the, oh. the current stuff that I sometimes play, I feel like I'm ancient because I always have to be like, who? And, and then I'll listen to it and be like, this is what you want to hear? So it's like, okay. So I think I'm it getting... It sounds a little bit like this. Yeah. <laughs> To Pat's ears, <laughs> a little sharper. Well, he and I argue about our favorite Jonas brother. Yes. Hey, they're actually popular right now. So. Yeah, they're back. Well, he's they're Team back. Nick. I'm Team Joe. Okay. <laughs> Is that good? Me on Team Nick? I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I can't, I can't believe one of my friends can pull Jonas Brothers' names. That's Hey, you know, is that out loud? <laughs> it's funny because um, I, I just had a I just had a baby three months ago. And oh, congratulations, thank man! You. That was well since you've been on the show. Yeah. Wow. And uh, his uh, his middle name is Jonas, but not oh. spelled that way. Ah. Uh, it's with a U instead of an A, just because. What's the derivation of that? Um, my my father, <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my dad's name is John, and my wife's name uh, my, my wife's uh, father's name was Russ. Oh. So we just combined the two, so we oh. could, so we wouldn't just say, you know, one family member is going to get the name kind of thing. So it would have been really it. funny though if you said my dad's name was John and her dad's name was Onus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, that's fine. Well, so what's what's the boy's first name? Langston. Langston Jonas Noyes. Yes. L J N. Yeah. That's so. a pretty good. That has a nice. 
The boy's gonna be a lawyer or judge <laughs> or something. I hope so. I, or or maybe like a professional athlete. Landon Gentry. Yeah, so I could just, you know, retire. So that'd be great. Just live off of my kid. So you got that kind of gene in him? Does he got that gene pool? Uh, hopefully got is it. Your from wife me. athletic? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm semi athletic. My oh. wife is just really smart. So. Okay. Well there you go. So yeah. Judge. Yeah. There you go. Hopefully. I like that. Uh, well, congratulations. Thank and you. And then, um, so I didn't know Rent was in town. Yep. What else? Uh, okay, so. Other than your DJ stint over yeah. at Wiley's, which is huge. You know, I honestly wasn't going to mention it, but you guys started talking Wiley's. Oh, so. right. What a great name for it. You know, like your automatic MC noise or this whatever. Yeah, DJ noise. noise. <laughs> 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 yeah. Get your, get your, no, and you take your pajamas and put the, the bottoms, the tops on the bottom so you get the MC Hammer pants. <laughs> Yeah, I was just born to be a DJ, I guess, with that name. So, <laughs> come on, feel the noise. noise. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Well, um, so the Orpheum Theater, uh, from starting Thursday all the way through sun, uh, Sunday, they have a play called "Lend Me a Tenor." Uh, oh yeah, that's going oh, on. Classic, um, classic. Yeah. So that's that's a different event for you. And then um, I don't know if any of you guys watched uh, the NBC show Chuck. Um, yeah. uh, Mark Christopher Lawrence was on that show. He's going to be at Boss's Comedy this Saturday. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. So, um, so that that's going off. So, Boss's Comedy. Let's yep. talk about that for a minute because there a lot of comedy clubs have come and gone in this yes. time. Mm. But those guys over there, they got a pizza shop, mm-hmm. right? And they got other food. Mm-hmm. And they run a comedy club on the weekends. Yep. How's that going for them? They've been doing it for a long time. Well, I mean, obviously, it has to be doing well or it wouldn't be there anymore because obviously with Nitwits, Fat Daddies, um, I don't even remember other comedy clubs but i'm sure they're i'm missing someone um or uh uh rookies had a comedy club mm-hmm. but yeah. well you know back in the day you could catch mike hendrickson mc in comedy club over at uh holiday inn airport uh, holodome sun. airport in the uh, tiki bar out there or, or the yeah the sun chicken at howard johnson <laughs> sunbird lounge sunbird. The sun chicken <laughs> Oh, anyway so there's been would... a lot of but so good on those boys yeah no definitely um they uh um, they've been getting some decent comics in there. Uh, obviously, they have local guys going on. They actually on Wednesdays they always have an open mic going on there. Um, so maybe we should take the show over there. Yeah, this is a funny show. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. it's killing me. <laughs> but I mean, I will honestly say I really hope they conti- have continued success because I'm a big fan of comedy, and I hated it that you know Nitwits went away. You know, I just. I really liked it, you know, getting comedians in here. It's just something different to do, you know. Yep. Like when I go up to Minneapolis, I always hit up a comedy club when I'm up there because I just I love going to comedy. So I don't like I don't know how they're doing, but uh, like I said, I assume they're doing well because every weekend they have something different. So, um, but yeah, it, it's, it's definitely running a comedy club. Like just to, that's tough business. You got to be, you know, a pizza joint. <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? You better have a side gig. <laughs> yeah, and then, right. then a comedy club is, but I think just comedy's hard. Yeah, uh, to be a comedian because you know, oh my goodness, <gasps> but I'm going to be, aff- I'm offended at your knock knock joke. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, I think it's just hard to be funny without people being, yeah, you know. You ought to think about doing ten minutes. So, oh yeah, well that's <laughs> that's what she said. You've been talking to my wife again, you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I still think our friend Mike. He's got he's got a solid ten minutes on his mother in law. Oh, yeah. We oh. won't go into that. Won't reveal any names because she yeah. might be listening. Oh no, that he does have a solid ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, what else is going on, Jason? Well, uh, uh, switch it to music. Uh, Tanya Tucker is going to be in town on Thursday. Uh, Wait a minute, isn't she like a 
98 years old. But she saw she's had her big resurgence now. She wrote what? that album with, uh, and it was a, it won awards, and she's really cooking right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who it's are you? <laughs> you got to start watching the Today Show. <laughs> I mean, if you're not watching Hoda and Jenna, oh, okay, you're not going to be on top of these. <laughs> Clearly. So yep. Tanya Tucker's coming yep. where? Yep. She's going to be at the district on Thursday. So oh, that's a good room. Yep. So um, that's actually, I mean, I, I can't, I can't remember who I should, I should have a note about who opened, but it's, it, uh, it sounds like they're almost uh, sold out. So um, there's still tickets available on that one. Um, so uh, the district, yep, they're doing okay, right? I definitely think so. Um, I mean, they're, they're I've been there for a while. I've been to many, many shows there. But I've been there for a while. I've, I'm, that's more about me than that. No, I've been I've been to a few myself. I already have tickets for a May concert because my wife's favorite band of all time is going to be there. Jimmy Eat World. Um, Who? No. Jimmy Eat World. Yeah. So, it, yeah, the the middle is the song that everyone knows them about. Uh, so they're going to be there. Um, I, of course, I should have made better notes, but I know they have some. Uh, they have some big acts there this this summer. Um, well, this summer, okay. If you're into like Tool, Tool, okay, yeah. and like a whole bunch of pretty significant metal bands, mm-hmm. or at least, and like I almost would go to Tool, right? Their videos were sweet. Now <laughs> I'm not a huge Tool fan, but they're good. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're at they're at the Denny, right? Right. Uh, they're yep. playing the big room. Yep. The big room. And they just had Corn and Breaking Benjamin, yep. and they are going to have uh, Megadeth. They're going to yep. have Rage Against the Machine. Machine? Rage Against Rage the Machine. Against That's the one that everybody's losing their pee on. I I could be wrong, but did they sell out? I mean, I, uh, probably. They're doing huge. They're huge everywhere right now. Yeah. That's a big show for. That us. is a big get for mm-hmm. Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. Because they could play anywhere, and so that's good. What about that? Right, we're behind that one. Well, and the Backstreet Boys yes. will be here once I get in, in, there uh, in yes, August. Believe, yep. Yeah. So which one are they? I can't keep my. Which which who is in? I the, want it that way. Oh yeah. Okay. So that's the little <laughs> Shea one, right? But, well, I get Nick I get Nick Lachey. Lachey. Oh, No, that's ninety-eight degrees. Okay. Oh shoot! Dang it! You were on a roll, Johnny, oh, and now Carter. you're cultural pulls. Nick, Car- Nick, Nick Carter, Carter was in oh, Backstreet really? Boys. Yes. Oh, and, and but he's a, not in there anymore. And the Kevin Richardson, yeah. who's actually sixty years old now, because he was forty yeah. right, in the. <laughs> In the, in the this is why this is why I'm on the show today is for my uh, boy band knowledge, <laughs> and it's sad that I could just rattle it off. Yeah, the second you ask me, sweating bullets. I didn't know there was going to be a quiz. Yeah. <laughs> this is the boy band quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe. Yeah. Um, but stick, sticking with the district, um, Saturday they're going to have a tribute band to Journey. They're called Recaptured. Oh my God! So you just what, and Journey is that? And that's that's going to be Saturday. Johnny's this heart Saturday. just skipped yes. a beat. Journey was a tribute band. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, is going to be here at the district. Um, I can't remember when, but sometime this summer. So. I thought Journey was a tribute band you, to Journey. You better hope my wife doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't even have Steve Perry anymore. No. Haven't for longer than Steve Perry was in the band. That's a problem. Now, here's what I'll admit. I know what I'm doing Saturday. (laughs) We actually went to Journey. You and I, I didn't go. I sat in the beer garden outside. Yeah. But at the fair. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yep. That's when they had the uh, guy from Extreme singing for him, Steve Augieri. Oh, okay. And that's not who's singing for him now? No, they have a a little dude, a little Philippine guy who was on there like a, he was like an an America's Filipinos Got Talent. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, he does. I, I don't. He I don't sings. Race, so. Oh, I understand. But this is that's his story. <laughs> and they, he was on YouTube with, them and he sang Journey songs on YouTube. And they said, 
That's our guy. <laughs> it just turns out we're looking. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a real life version of uh, Rockstar. There it yeah. is. He yeah. is. Yeah. That's yes. crazy. So you'll be hitting both those shows. Oh, I'll be. Uh, if she, well, yeah, I'm going. <laughs> well, just don't let her see the internet. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll just say, honey, why don't you look at Amazon for the next couple of days? <laughs> Buy some shoes. It's going to be cheaper. Whatever you do, don't look at what's going on in Paul's. <laughs> <laughs> Where you would find both the Journey tribute band and yeah. the actual first Journey tribute band. That was a great listed. plug. Thank you. <laughs> no um, that's good stuff. What else you got, man? This is this is pretty solid. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I didn't make a lot of notes. Uh, one other band that it's actually that I personally like um, that I don't get to see because, like I said, I'm going to be DJing on Friday. The Chris Lager Band is going to be at Biggs. Um, they're kind of a, like a funk kind of jam-out type band. I first saw them when they opened for uh, Big Head Todd when the District opened. Because um, oh, yeah. the District's first concert... Uh, that wasn't open to public, I think, was Uncle Cracker. But then their first one that was open to the public was Big Head Todd, and the Chris Lager Band opened for them. Really? And I fell in love with them. I thought they were awesome. And they, they come back to Sioux Falls now and then. I think they're out of, uh, I want to say they're out of Nebraska, or Iowa or Nebraska, one of the two. Um, but yeah, they're going to be back at Biggs uh, this Friday. One of them southern states. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be trusted. Well, yeah. that's, you know, and I we keep talking about venues. I've been to Biggs for a long time, but they have basically turned that into. A big, a, it's it's a big, uh, it's sort of a classic music bar in that it's mm-hmm. like it's just a room that they've torn everything out and painted black, mm-hmm. right? I mean that's basically what happened there. Yeah, I, I'll I'll be honest, I've never been there. Really? Um, but I I because it's like I always have stuff. It seems like the concerts that I want to go to, I'm either out of town or have something going on. But they have a lot of different stuff. They have, there. but they have yeah, they have great like a lot of times I'm sitting here, you know, when I'm updating the site, I'm like, "Wow, they have these guys." Yeah. And I'll go to, I'll scroll down to like a few weekends, you know, later and I'm like, "Wow, they got these guys." And it's like, Geez. "Well, and it's a, it's a lot of metal." Yeah. You know, there's well, a lot of that some. stuff. Yeah. But it's good metal from what people tell me. Yeah. But even then they still have they have a lot of other different stuff. So, that's an interesting it's in such a weird place. It's you know, on West 12th Street. I want to say la- it was either last summer or two summers ago. They had Bone Thugs and Harmony, so a, a, a popular rap group from uh, like the '90s, I believe it yeah. was. Oh, so, they'll t- yeah, they'll book anything. Oh, I mean, yeah. But it's a it's a bar. There used to be two rooms, right? There used to be two bars. Like mm-hmm. you had a pool hall on one side and a, something else on the other, and they just ripped all that out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, there's still pool tables and everything. I think you know they. Last time I was there for a show, they had pool tables out, but then they had a bunch of other pool tables pushed up against, like, on their sides, up against the wall. So, I don't know what goes on there on a Tuesday afternoon, but on a Friday night, it was all right. Yeah, my kids are in their early 20s. They, <clears throat> they're always shocked at what, you know, who's going to be appearing at Biggs. They're like, oh, God, this, these guys are going to be there. I'm like... I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> they're very excited, and they look and come up and they love the shows. And so it's like they do get a little bit of everything, and the, it, it's you know it's a nice little twist into them, the usual Sioux Falls variety. Yeah. So Jason, uh, anything else? Um, you know, I just that's good stuff. Man. Thanks. Cool. I just I just listed you know just some local people. Um, you know, uh, Elizabeth Hunstead, uh, Luke Michael, Too Drunk to Fish, uh, Six Feet Over. Uh, we're no angels. Rock and roll damnation and Amy Ellsworth are all performing this weekend at variety of various places. So you can get all the details by going to wgosf.com. Dot com. Yes. No, so wgosf. Bay City, Bay City Rollers. Wgosf. 
Saturday night. What are you doing Saturday night? Hey, that yeah, that used to be uh, when I was DJing weddings. That was one of my favorite disco songs to play. Bay City Rollers, yes. baby. You want to get everybody in the floor? I had the 45. I bought it at Lewis Drug. Yep, 45. <laughs> yep. <laughs> David and I go way Uh Jason, thanks for being here. You bet. Thank you. Um, are you going to stick around? What are you sure. doing? Okay. We're going to take a very short break. We're going to refresh our beverages. And then we're going to come back and uh, talk to uh, the common man. We're going to hit some politics. We're going to hit some twins. Uh, we've got... Uh, some some Lenten things we Lent, want to We're going to talk about Lent because we're Catholic. Pat, Pat Tuesday today. You Pat, know. Is that today? Actually, it's Pat Tuesday today. <laughs> who, I can't remember who made that joke the first time. <laughs> Pat Tuesday. I took offense. That's okay. Uh, but we'll be right back on the Patrick Lally Show podcast. Hang in here. We're going to give you a little rich show. To take you uh, through this interlude while uh, while we're getting beers, you'll listen to Rich Show uh, again. Uh, soon to be inducted in the South Dakota Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Rich Show, and uh, uh, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag too early here, but uh, we're we're talking. Our people are talking. I think we have something booked, something big. It's an it's going to be an event of the season, so you're going to want to stay tuned for that. It'll be on what's going on Sioux Falls. It will be on what's going on Sioux Falls. We'll be right back. And uh, thanks to the, the the great and powerful Rich Show for providing us with that interlude. Um, and if I knew which one it was, this, <laughs> this all happens in editing, people. Come on now. But I think it's probably getting on with Trudy. That's I'm going to say, wow, what a great version of getting on with Trudy. There you go. Um, I'll love that song so much. It goes way back to the No Direction days. Oh, yes. And uh, then was revived. Uh, during the Violet days, and uh, every once in a while makes an appearance. But I believe that cut is off of the uh, uh, his retrospective album that I did write the liner notes for. No, it's true. True story. Yeah. True story. Um, anyway, that's not why we're here. We're here with uh, Jason Noyes from uh, What's Going On Sioux Falls. W-G-O-S-F Boom, boom, boom. Or <laughs> <more> you know, <laughs> and uh, the Facebook page. So uh, we've been talking about things to do, and now, uh, of course, uh, John Nichols, the common man. Yeah, associated with nothing. Well, no, <laughs> you've got. As I said, you were a local, a many-time guest on on the semi-beloved, so, short-lived yeah. radio program. That's right. Local, and also uh, uh, print columnist oh, for the New York Times. Did that. Did that, yep, yep. And the Argus Leader. Yep, did that too. 
and Tempest. God, I'm starting to feel better about myself. <laughs> How many books did you write? Ooh. How many books have you written, John? 30 or 40? Wow. So the, yeah, you, this is the little known fact about John Nichols. written uh, uh, a lot of kids' books. Mm-hmm. On mostly sports, right? Yep, yep. High interest, uh, you know. And they, they said, "John, can can we need you to write at a third grade level?" I said, <laughs> "Bam, <laughs> I'm your guy." <laughs> I mean, and very, don't let the crayon fool you. <laughs> this, is, this is some prose. So, uh, give us a, give us an example. Give us a rundown of some of your titles. Well, uh, one of the my favorite is that I wrote a children's book on. Like extreme sports, so I wrote two of those. One was on rock climbing, and the other one was the street luge. Oh yeah, yeah so street I, luge. I mean, do you have to go do that? No, no, oh, okay. of course, no, God, no. But uh, you know, so you have to actually find out something about street luge, you know. So, yep. so I put together some information, wrote the little book, and, and turned it out. And so what the best part was, like a couple weeks later on the internet or something, there was a like I looked at the book to see how it was, and one of the reviews was John Nichols. One of the world's foremost authorities in the street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so cool. that that might be that's what I'm gonna no, I'm gonna put that on the old tombstone. That's well, but no, but that <laughs> Nichols, John Nichols, authority world's on the foremost street authority of Actually, street Actually, you should because the people that really know you would get the joke, mm-hmm. and the people who didn't, because then everybody, all of us, when we come to your tombstone. Mm. We come there and we get a lot. little giggle, you know. Yeah. Yeah. When well, the people who don't know you might yeah. think that's how you got there. Yes, <laughs> Fairly didn't know it well enough. Yes. Uh, win some, lose some. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, wait a minute. So, that's a pretty good one. What else did you have on your tombstone, do you think? Oh, God. I told you I was six. Um, you know, uh, I told you I was sick. <laughs> Pardon me if I don't stand. <laughs> No, I mean these are have to be more specific. You're just oh, going to, to me. You're going oh, to the canon going, there. God. Oh, the one, the one that my wife told me it was it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said because when I was young, you know, I, th- I thought I was pretty, you know, well read. I said I was going to put the smartest person he ever met, <laughs> which I thought was kind of a, a you know self-deprecating. That yeah. I think, oh, anything. Yeah. No. <laughs> that was not just, funny to her. That just shows how stupid you are. Yeah, that's good. But actually, I would enjoy that if I because your friends, they would they would think that was fine. And, and you know what I mean? We'd get there and we go, oh yeah, yeah that's uh, that's right. Yeah, he probably he, was the smartest he, person. He ever knows met. two of the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one really knows the third one. Yeah. <laughs> so Nick, Joe, and and uh, uh, Bobby Ringo, I think I is the other one. I don't know. Well, Sean Nick, Cassidy was he, he in that group? He might just be the. So, John. Yes, sir. Mr. Common. Yes. Here's the, as, and here's my question. This is my perennial question for you uh-huh. in February. Yep. We are nearing the end of February. You. We are nearly in the heat of the heart of the spring training season. Yes, sir. My twins. So yes. they made the playoffs last year. They did. And and went to their normal. Graveyard and play, but they made the playoffs. Made the play, had a hell of a season, fun season. And you are uh, like one of the few people I know who actually does pay attention during the off season mm-hmm. and and knows what's going to happen going into the next season. Oh, knows, yes. Well, has it you know an understanding a, of who the players are? I got a, I got a hankering or hankering or thinking of something. So, um, 
I just realized that, by the way, the mm -hmm. sidebar, that um, at the uh, Full Circle Book Co-op, we're in the ante room, and things are really heating up out in the main yeah, room. the holistic group which is, is getting great. on. Yeah, I like the ambient sound. That I just looked over your shoulder, and on the bookshelf behind you is Ricky Martin's biography. Oh, well, it's, is it titled Live in La Vida Loca? That's called Me. Oh, well, that's original. Yeah. <laughs> that's... Ricky Martin has a biography. Is he, like, that's it. Is he 38? I, anyway, <laughs> off, off topic. Kind of shocked me there for a minute. Um, the uh, uh, the twins. Yeah. They're down there in the Fort Myers. Yep. Getting, getting limbered up. Yep. Spring training is underway. Yep. Pitchers and catchers have reported. And... Uh, well, they have a really good baseball team. Really? They do? Yes! Yes! For once, it's the first time in a, a number of years that you can go into the season and go, okay, I know one starter. I, I know I know two. Well, who? I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> and that guy is 21 years old and just got done pitching for, you know, they're hoping and praying that this guy, or that guy's 40 years old, like Big Sexy. Yeah. Our, our Bartolo clones. <laughs> Bartolo Colon! The third, fourth, and fifth guys in the rotation, you know, weren't pitching for the Renner Monarchs the season before. So I just like saying, Bartolo Calo! Bartolo Calo! Um, so, Bartolo's uh, not coming back. No, he's not coming back. But they, they do have a, a really, a, it's a deep pitching staff. And that's probably the thing that the Twins have always lacked. When they get in the playoffs, they play teams like the Yankees, they, their lack of pitching shows, and they end up getting bounced in three games. And it's disappointing, but they they don't have anybody who's going to, you know, they don't have any guys who throw 100 miles an hour, but they have a number of very good, solid veteran players in the newest well, edition. Well, as, as you and I know, pitching is not just all about throwing hard. No, it's about you know hitting the corners, changing speeds, moving up and down. Yep, keeping people guessing. Yep, they and had then, a guy. You know, and then, right, and then, they, they had a guy who could throw 100 miles an hour, but they just traded. They him. traded him. Yep. Yeah. So, but that's how they got Kenta Maeda, who's their, their third starter now. So, who's the rotation? Who's the, who's it would be who's the top? Uh, who's opening day? Is Jose Barrios, and then you got oh, Odorizzi. Odorizzi, and then you're probably looking at Kenta Maeda, our new Japanese. So I don't know that guy. He Dodgers. pitched for the Dodgers and had two very, very solid seasons, and he hasn't gotten to pitch a lot of innings because he had some escalators in his contract that would have paid him a lot of money. <laughs> so the Dodgers kind of kept him down a little bit, but which uh, also made him a very attractive guy because he doesn't have right. a lot of mileage, and he's very good. I mean, he's, again, he's not going to dazzle you. Why wouldn't the Dodgers want him? That's what I always say. You get somebody from the Dodgers and the Yankees, like, how come they didn't want it? But it's worked out. They had Michael Pineda is yeah, the right. other pitcher for the Twins, and the Yankees got rid of him. Again, probably injury concerns. I think probably the knock on Maeda is that he hasn't pitched more than 150 innings in the season yet, and you usually want to get 200 out of that. But if he's fourth, fourth in the rotation, right? Yeah, third. Probably third guy. Okay. So, uh, uh, but you're missing, you're missing the big acquisition, though. Yeah, the sure. bringer of rain, Josh Donaldson, the third baseman. Yeah, so it's the biggest free agent signing the Twins have had since ever. And I don't know much about it, but I know they paid him a gob of money. A lot of money. Twenty four. It was like twenty four million dollars a year for Ooh. at least three or four seasons. Four seasons. Yeah. Uh, so it's all guaranteed. So our old third baseman. Um, not big pop. So no. Miguel Sano. Miguel Sano. Miguel Sano will be going to first base now. Okay. Well, that's okay, right? We're right. Okay it's probably that? better because he's. He you know, plays some fine third, but he's a big dude. He's a big dude, and he's probably going to be better off at third. But the thing I like about the Donaldson acquisition is the Twins. They're the most 
accurate representation of Minnesota that you ever saw. Well, we're all a bunch of guys who came up through the farm system. And we're Justin. <laughs> yeah. We all like each other. And boy, golly, we're going to play darn good baseball. And we're going to try real hard. I mean, they're almost... They're still that? They're Minnesota nice. They're the sweetest bunch of guys here. And you just want to take them home and introduce them to all your daughters. So tell us about this Donaldson cat. He's not that guy. <laughs> he is a crotch. You know, he's, he's grumpy. Good. He's crotchety, and he's he's one of these guys, you know, he'll get, he'll charge some pitcher this season. <laughs> that's, that's a guarantee. There will be a suspension. He, I mean, the guy has a kind of a perennial case of the red ass. <laughs> and I'm sorry, John. The red ass? The red ass, yes. Which is? That's just one of those guys, you just kind of like, you know, you kind of tread lightly around him. You know, he's just kind of one of those people who's kind of permanently grumpy. So, you know, I don't know how that manifests itself as a red ass, but I'm going to go with well, it. Well, you know, he's just kind of mad, you know, okay. all the time. There's so much blood flowing that his ass is turning Well, you know, okay. he's, got, no, got, he's got issues, you know. And it kind of reminds me, he's 100 times the player. But when the Twins acquired Dan Gladden yep. before 87, you know, they were kind of the same team. Kurt and Bucket, that's yep, a great dog. That's right. Can't hurt me. He's in Bloomington. That's wonderful. And Gladden you know, wasn't that. And all of a sudden, they get Gladden, and he's over there smoking two packs of heaters and drinking Budweiser, <laughs> getting in fights with the second baseman. You know, I always go back to what the great Sparky Anderson said. Yeah. You know, they're interviewing him. This is a Tiger's worth a, a height. And Rob Deere, an outfielder, walks yep. by, and he's got his, you know, big, big mustache, giant guy, and he's got a T-shirt on that says, you know, F Iran on it. <laughs> you go right through the t- network interview where yep. Sparky's doing with Bob Costas or something. And Sparky looked, and he says, uh, well... You can't have too many milkshake drinkers on your team. <laughs> and so the Twins, they got an edgy guy, you know. So that's, that's kind good. of those things when it's, well, we've lost four in a row, you know. Where did we get this cat from? He's a free agent. He played last year. He, he, he played a prove-it year in Atlanta. Atlanta. Because he it. had some injury problems. He had a very productive season. So now he's come to the Twins. And, you know, he's one of those guys that you know, if they have a four-game losing streak. And they go, well, you know, well, I guess it's four games we've lost. And everybody feels, well, we're going to try hard tomorrow. He's going to go in. And take the bat to the clubhouse toilet. <laughs> Nobody's gonna get gonna eat the spread because it's gonna be on the floor. <laughs> he was the AL MVP for was it uh, Oakland or Toronto? Toronto. Toronto. I yep. mean, he's a hell of, a, and he's a great yep. third baseman. Yep. So I mean, so this is an upgrade, no matter the money. I mean, serious. This is a classic Minnesota thing too. It's like, oh geez, do you think he's worth the money then? Well, I mean, I they, that's they, a lot of money. They were known he, for their home runs last year, and, and he he will add forty plus. Yeah, I mean, he's it's, it's, it's a serious power guy, yeah. and, but also a really great fielder. He's yeah. an awesome fielder. That's So that's, you take him, plug him in over where Sano was. I mean, he's no Gary Gaetti. Well, nobody's the rat. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's the rat. <laughs> oh, no, Gary Gaetti, and, and he and Herbeck used to hunt. I grew yeah. up in Red Wing, Minnesota. Yeah. And those guys used to go hunting. Down at, they go turkey hunting right around Red Wing, Minnesota. And those guys, the guy who was their guide, that I group went to high school with, they had, he had those boys had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> That's baseball the way we know it. And they even might have shot a turkey somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Ken Herbeck, he's still just doing uh, carrier commercials, right? Oh yeah, all your air conditioning heating needs, all carrier. He's like he's the greatest minor league baseball player of all time. I gotta worry though about. I mean, he has a lot of HVAC problems. <laughs> That guy is over at his house constantly. But it's very cool. Oh, God. Well, when you're a fat guy. Yeah. I bet he's got a lot of space in there. 
Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? He may he's, have more than one unit. He's probably got a lot of square feet he's working yeah. with there. But, yeah, no, the, the Twins, are. that's very, okay. very proud. That makes me happy. And then, you know, division's a little, still not. You know, White Sox are on their eyes a little bit. Cleveland's probably. Detroit sucks, and that always Detroit makes me happy. Detroit and Kansas City are probably still going to be kind of. You, know you know why I hate Detroit? Tell me. Uh, Stu Whitney. <laughs> That's all I need to say. Stu is a, he will polarize you against anything in Detroit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, bless you boys when they win, so he only gets to post that forty times a year. <laughs> Just the the sheer, you know, the, the confidence in the Lions. It's like, boy, Stu. No, but he just leads with his chin on these things. Oh, it's like, my God. It's like, Nothing it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Oh, well, and, and he's willing to wear it. You know, talk that's about right. a lightning rod. I can't imagine what his Twitter looks like. After. That's a that's a thing to take to your grave, though. I would just you know what I mean? pretend just, it never happened. That's what I would do. Um, so, but let's, I don't mean to change too drastically mm-hmm. here, but uh, I, Jason, I don't know your uh, background that well, but. We're all Catholics over here. That was, that was confirmed. You were confirmed, okay. Uh, you know, we we did our bit. We did our time. The Catholic school. Today's uh, uh, the day when you're supposed to uh, go out and hit it. Yeah, and then and then you know we would at, at Cathedral Elementary, you would write your what you're going to give up on give a up. piece of paper. Yep. They'd burn it, and then they would use that to make the ashes on your head, so you felt like you were connected to the That's right. That was kind of, a, kind of a blood oath kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I don't really give anything up now. I'm, what, what my, I'm not really observant, as one might say, no. but, but it's still, you know, there's, there's, a, there's, an eth- there's a myth to it, right? Well, yeah, it's, it's, you know, the beginning, it's sort of it's still the beginning of the new year, and you're kind of, I'm going to kind of back away from something for a while just to see if I can. Yeah. It's a test of your moral I already know that I can't, John. Well, that's right. Well, <laughs> you are a sinner. <laughs> we're all sinners. That's right. But we're here on Mardi Gras. Or is yeah. that tomorrow? Oh, it's Fat Tuesday or Pat Tuesday. Pat Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> so it's time to get that your... That was you. No, you made that. Yeah. You were the original maker of that yeah, joke. I was on the radio show. Oh, okay. Thanks. No, you're welcome. But I thought, you know... I don't want to give anything up because I'm, you know, I'm a, you know, horrible narcissist and don't want to do anything like that. <laughs> I'm all about doing, not giving up. Yeah, yeah. But I think I did think of some things that maybe, you know, the area, the local folks should probably think about giving up. Yeah. Like one, I think Augie should give up trying to move to Division One. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Well, I is thought, that really happening? I. I think that the more they talk about it and the longer it goes, and the more that they play and struggle like, in, divi- in Division 2. Let's not. It's kind of like it. That's no, a really should. bad idea. It's like you get up in that day and say, you know, I'm going to go get physically fit. I'm going to go for a 10-mile run. And you get into about mile .75. And you go, wow, that's, that's a long ways. And I think that's the, some of the feeling that folks at Augie might be getting is like, ooh. This has always been a silly idea, right? Well, do you, I, look at it. I mean, if you look at the games, and South Dakota State has the same problem. Like, well, we have a Division Two or a Division One program, but football games. You see, Matt Zimmer write about it all the time. Well, there's about forty-five hundred people here today. Yep. So SDSU built a eighteen thousand seat stadium, and they have not filled that. They filled it for a concert. Well, and, and when they play North Dakota State, North Dakota State fans fill it. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, the, well, ESPN was there this mm. this year, and I, oh, I yeah. believe, I mean, it was packed. I wasn't out there, but I mean, it sure. looked, it looked like a circus out there. I mean, that day was, probably was huge. Yeah, and there's like two days a year where it's big. Yep. November, not so much. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like that's the question I posed to Matt when he put a, a, a Twitter tweet on it. I said, what happens if you decide you're a Division One program but you have Division Two fans? Yep. <laughs> I mean, people haven't made the jump. I've never, I've never walked into a bar in South Dakota and heard two guys arguing about who should be the second string tight end on South Dakota State. Now, if you went into football fans in yeah. the state, said, uh, "Who's uh, who's the running back for SDSU?" Zach Zanner. Oh, oh wait, that was yeah. eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it just isn't. It hasn't taken root. You know, the programs are great. They're playing great football. They're playing great basketball. Mm-hmm. But as far as the support goes, you know, people and are basketball's like, easier. I mean, you play a lot of games. It's a smaller arena. You draw 2,000, 3,000, everybody's cool. Right? Oh, right. But you, Huggies played at the Pentagon. You know how big the Pentagon is. It's not big. And there are too many people there. No. But so it's, it's like, well... You know, I, it's the same 80-year-old Loggy fans that have been going since 1970. Yeah, it's it's not good. I don't. God bless them. Good for them. Good for them. I hope From it works out. From their lips to God's ears. So that's that's one of your resolutions. That's one. Yes. The other one was we should stop childproofing childhood. <laughs> yeah, like. I saw that I was reading the paper and they said, well, South Dakota is one of the. Wait a minute. You read the paper? Well, sure I do. Okay. The actual paper? No. Oh, okay. Good. I'm electronic. I'm hitting. It. Continue. But they, yeah, this is an article that South Dakota is one of the last states that was going to not ban swing sets from playground equipment. I go, oh. What? What? Swing sets? Yeah, swing sets. Oh, they're too dangerous, too much liability. Swing sets. Wow. I, okay, uh, the, the, back in the day, Terrace Park had this, had this swing set that was 45 feet tall with, with a ladder up to a, a pole, a fire pole that you slid down. Okay. That's a liability issue. Or if you could climb up the Sherman tank. Oh, yeah, the Sherman tank. Or, or the jet fighter. Yeah, or yeah. Like, or that thing, at, this is at Sherman, uh, yeah. well, Dennis the Menace Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was a menace, all right. A menace of liability. They had that thing that spun around. That just oh, like, yeah, like, that's like the a one. Lot, it was a, like a dryer for kids. Yeah, that's what it was. A centrifuge. <laughs> a centrifuge. Yeah, that was it. Because you know, you know, somebody would always put you on it, <laughs> and, and they'd say, "Oh no, well we'll spin you." Okay. <laughs> and next thing you know, they do. <laughs> you, know, you know, you're doing about you're taking about five G's. That thing. And then you get off, and you uh, walk puke over, and just over. puke your guts <laughs> off the sand. Or you go sit on that uh, the jet fighter. Oh yeah, which was can. which was. Aluminum laying in the hot sun. It was basically like, oh, here, come here, sit up here, kid. <laughs> Bad idea. Well, and then sharp, and, you know, and then there's a little little step ladder because you always had the, the, the badge of honor was to get in up by the cockpit. You know? Yeah. And you'd have, to, well, I got about a three foot jump. And if I can get one hand <laughs> on here, and if I can get a foothold on this, you know, if I don't have tetanus by the time I get to the, you know, it's no, it's fine. It's aluminum. <laughs> so it's yeah, aluminum. But, but uh, the yeah, swing set, though, even that, that one at Sherman, I mean, you could end up at, uh, you know. At, no, it's Terrace, 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 Terrace. Oh, at Terrace, oh, at Terrace Park, the long expensive. Big, big. It was a ladder. It was just a stick like a, a metal ladder up to, and I swear to God, this thing's 30 feet in the air. 
And you remember the diving board at Paris Park? Yeah, it was forty-five feet up. That was that was animal. It was farm like cliff stuff. diving. Yeah, it was like. <laughs> you no, know, you, you had to do it because once you got halfway up the steps, you couldn't turn around. No, it was and you wanted to real bad. It's because it was built by the uh, army. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know that was that pool was built during World War II by the army. So yeah, get no way up there. Yeah, that's good. Yep, we're gonna have parachute. But it was like 18, 18 <laughs> feet, and then the, and the pool was, you know, it's so like you get up there, you're seven. <laughs> the lifeguard would look at you, and go. You gonna go? You gonna go? Because <laughs> going back down is. You can't. It's the worst. Out in the north, not, you'll never, you'll be the guy who went back down the steps in the and north. That end. will stay with you the your entire life. That's for, you know worse than the kid who wet himself in second grade. <laughs> Can't do it. Back you down. can't do it. You'd rather you might as well take the water out of the pool. <laughs> you're still gonna go because you'd rather do that than go back and face your brothers. So, <laughs> childproofing that was not childproof. No. So I say, you know, you can't. What you could, I think people want to just wrap them in bubble wrap and mail them to I know. twenty. I know. You, you get, how are you gonna? They're learn? fine. They're, They're fine. Okay. I let the steps on go out on his bike the other day. Was there some ice out there? Yes. He was fine. Would he crash? Maybe. Yeah, I'm. It's gonna be okay. He's gonna be all right. It's on ice. It's not even. On, he's just gonna slide. It's fine. <laughs> so then I think there was a couple other ones. That's, oh, the uh, third one. Uh, I think everybody in Sioux Falls has to stop waiting for the Canaries to be good. Yeah, it's not. That's never gonna happen. Well, what difference is it? Just make? go out and enjoy the games. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a baseball there, Baseball, summer. nice day. What else were you doing? <sighs> I mean, you could be it's just enjoy. But you have baseball and people are. Like, well, they're no good. We shouldn't build them a new stadium in the I want real, but I, nothing against Canaries, right? They've been here. Johnny, you wrote the story. Yeah. For uh, Tempest Magazine yep. in 1989, 90. It was the day they were founded the year I was married, so 1993. And so, uh, oh, I'm off. Man, I, that was deep into Tempest history. Yep. I remember the uh, story. You wrote it. Uh, and so they've been around that long, which is a long time. Yeah, that's a long time. But I think I just I think this is a city that is that is ripe, and people laugh at me when I say this. Okay, AAA baseball. If we're going to build a stadium, let's build a stadium, right? Yeah, and be affiliated. So you know, the right. guys come and they go, and that's part of the problem with a lot of the minor league teams is the guys come and go, and like I don't know who that guy is. It used to be the, you know not but, so distant future past. But Des Moines has the Iowa Cubs. Yeah, and you know Des Moines not. It's not like it's a major metropolis or anything. Is it, They are bigger than us. I get that part. But it's not impossible to believe that we could, because we're too far away from AA, because right. the, the, they're bus leagues. Right? Well, what you think the twins? I mean, they're the still twins not that far, but. You could have the twins have a team yes. three hours from their state. You know, yes. It'd be pretty nice. Why not? That would be the greatest. I, I, dream a little, right? Yeah. Kelby wanted to bring the uh, Vikings spring, uh, their their training camp here. That was not crazy. And you it still really wasn't. Are you still sold on where the, the new ballpark should be? I mean, the old a while back you were thinking that we should build it by the old Sears building. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I still believe that. Yeah, that's probably that's not a bad idea. No, I think you tear. It's now a, a state government office. Yeah. That's the site of the original Howard Wood Field. Mm-hmm. Is over on East 10th Street, and just over the viaduct. And uh, that's where the original, that's where Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig on their barnstorming tour played, where my uh, grandfather 
was uh, listed in the box score as like the scorekeeper or something. <laughs> <laughs> but he's listed in there. Anyway, um, because that pool, I mean, they could scrape that thing from the earth and nobody would care, right? They could make an entire baseball complex over there that would be awesome. Would be pretty cool, right? In the center of the city, that's yeah. that's a, that's a seller. You don't think there's any chance that they would still put it in down by on the other side of the river? No, I think that that's you know the one spot that actually people talk about that I I think has a possibility is where the 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 old central post office is. There's some other buildings around there, but there's actually quite a bit of space, and there's a, they're just they built a bunch of new apartments over there, so that's kind of not like probably that. faded away, but. I think that that uh, because you can't build you can't build a new baseball stadium at where it is now. Mm-mm. It's there's not it's no, not and it's happen. it's too congested. They need the space. So you could they could build one at the sports complex, Sanford Sports Complex. There's room there, they but I I feel like that's that's too a track. Yeah, it's it is a track. I want I want a city center. I mean, it, and I lived in Des Moines for a while. I love going to Iowa Cubs games. And it's right down on the river. You can, you know, from my desk at the Iowa Capitol Choir, I can look out in the spring and see people having fun. Uh, yeah, see, that's a, that was always the appeal, I thought, is the people on the bike trail, people ride their bikes, center, I mean, releasing yep. the same 2,500 people, 42 games, 45 nights a summer, yep. on, into your downtown to go do yep. whatever. You can use it, have concerts, have a winter carnival. That's what we should have, by the way. I was tell that we have a winter carnival. I know, but it's like they should have a music winter carnival. It's well, they kind of a cool they kind of did. They did. They had a they they had a well they kind of they had a tent at Eighth and Railroad yep. heated mm. with the uh, OK Parade and uh, denim was denim. Performing. Oh yeah, that was that, that was. A good that, so it's it's it was only the second let's, year, let's, John. Let's keep it building because I'm thinking like St. Paul, the winter carnival. Is, <laughs> yes, that's that's a beautiful thing. Absolutely, one hundred percent. We had a we had a, we raised some money. We had three bike, uh, fat bike races, uh, winter fat bike races for Winter Carnival, mm-hmm. and we raised the thousand dollars for uh, Boys and Girls Club. Mm-hmm. Now they made a hundred and fifty thousand over Winter Carnival, where it was very, very small. Yeah, well, that's a, every little bit helps. But, yeah, but okay. then the last thing, and this was my personal one. Yep. That needs to be quit. This is things that need to be stopped. Things but that need to be given up this for is, Lent. This is what I think everybody can identify with this one. I need to stop. Start watching movies on Netflix at 11 o'clock. <laughs> Stop starting Stop to watch. starting Stop movies. Stop starting to watch movies after Netflix, 11, o'clock. 11 o'clock. Ooh. Yeah. No, no, no that's no. fine. I'm sorry. We're just taping a podcast. It's no big deal. No, you're on it now. That's cool. <laughs> so they didn't want us disturbing them, as yeah. it turns out. So yeah, because we're a bunch of... The, the, holistics, the holistics have shut us down. I like the ambient sound. I was digging that. They don't like our but they don't sound. like our ambient sound because we're loud men. And apparently, I was talking about medication. <laughs> they were getting into the supplements. And they yeah. really like Netflix. Yeah, they, like they to do watch like Netflix. Netflix. But your deal is, <laughs> and you know what I'm talking. About. You sit there, yeah. you're like, oh, I'm gonna just about Actually, to sleep. the worst time. Oh, the worst time to have to make that decision, like the over under, ten thirty eight. Ten thirty eight. You're sitting there. Well, it's not that late. Because you could be in bed by before midnight. Maybe. Depending on what you, but if you're watching, you know the 50, 52 minute documentary, it's midnight ish, mm-hmm. right? And then you still get your seven ish hours of sleep. Close, pretty good, not bad. Right, mm-hmm. right. And that's the, but that's the line of decom. That's where things take a terrible turn. Yeah, you should. So your pledge, my pledge is I'm going to take the remote control and at, at ten o'clock. 
I'm going to put it in the lock and put the padlock on it. Lock lock. And just say, I don't, I don't, blah, blah, blah. I'm not watching. I don't, because you get in so much trouble. Because uh, you were just talking about it. We said, watch the Aaron Hernandez. You know, you're like, oh, I, 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 this is old. It's only one hour. And then it's like, oh, it's three one hours. <laughs> you know, well, I got, well, I watched I can't two. Stop now. I watched two. And I don't know. That was my biggest problem, was because most of their documentaries are six or eight or, or ten episodes. And so I'm sitting there watching it, and they're like, well, you have one left. I'm like, one left? It's one of the more, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. I'm all right. I'm well, good. I did that with season five with Peaky Blinders. I started watching yeah. that. And I went, oh, wait. Oh, he's going to kill that guy. Oh, Boy, that did. I want to see him kill that. <gasps> he's not, did that ever alert. take a turn? Oh, did it ever. Yeah, yeah. Peaky Blinders is one of the greatest shows ever. No. You, Jason, you now have an excuse. Yes. I you do. have a three-month-old child. Yes. Like, oh, no, I had to be That's up, annoying. so I just... <laughs> I tell you what, you guys have a lot more options than when my kids. It was Andy Griffith. Was <laughs> I've watched every episode of Andy Griffith, known to mankind, because that was what was on at three o'clock in the morning when my son, who would never sleep, for yeah, four straight years. Yeah, what you would have given for Netflix? Oh, I would have. But that was. Yeah, well, let's see what Aunt B's up to. Okay. <laughs> oh, that Floyd. He's a cut up. Oh man. I love. I love the best line from Andy Griffith ever. Hmm? Is uh, Andy's talking to uh, Ope, and they're talking about something in the news. And uh, Andy says, "You know, Ope, uh, there's uh, two and a half, two and a half kids. We're only taping a podcast. It's no big deal. Oh, oh. No, come on in. Sit down. What's your name?" Oh, the Patrick Laley show. Yeah, no, Lally, Lally, Lally. There you go. Have a seat, man. I came in looking for a level. No, you're good. Do we have a level in here anywhere? I must. Um, no, that's fine. Yeah, it's about. Did you get kicked out of the holistic thing? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm here to paint the mural. Oh. oh. What's your name? Ellery. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I do scientific art. We're, uh, the mural? A mural in here? Yeah, the mural with the squares. Awesome. Ooh, cool. Well, de- if you're doing scientific art, then you you need a level. Oh, yeah. It's hard to be scientific yeah. about a level. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, level. welcome. We're just talking about the Andy Griffith Show. <laughs> I love the Andy Griffith Show. Cool. I've seen every episode probably a hundred times. So there's this t- there's this point where Andy's talking to Hope, and he says something about you know well that's you know there's two and a half kids in Africa or what, and Hope says I ain't never seen one, Paul. What's that, Hope? Half a boy. It's <laughs> my favorite line. It's my favorite line. I got to go back and find to get the whole context, but it's solid, solid comedy. Well, I always liked it when Otis would complain about the breakfast that Barney would bring him and says, you know, I'm yeah. going to start getting drunk in other cities yeah. <laughs> if you don't get better food No, you keep here. looking for the level. You're good. You're good. So, um, yeah, it was brilliant stuff. Uh, yeah, and that's what you had. Jason has Netflix. He's like, well... He doesn't know how good he's got it. Yeah, I mean, it's, I would have I killed up to five really bad people that had Netflix yeah. back in those days. No, I, I haven't... Are you good? All right. I, you know, I Why do you think there's a level in here? I don't see one. Because they were making signs in here and they were using oh, it. Oh, okay. Uh, um, strawberries out there, I'll ask her. Okay, do Sean. that. You're the brother of... Uh, I am the I am the brother of the... He's the producer of this show. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin. The absent one. The absent one. <laughs> the absent one. <laughs> he went and got a job. <laughs> oh, no. That bomb. 
<laughs> You're young and got your health. What you want a job for? Job is nothing but work. That's right. Um, so that was a good list, John. Yeah, thanks. And the other thing, the, the, along with being Fat Tuesday, yeah. there's only one rite of spring that I recognize. Some say robins. Some say baseball. Yeah. I say shamrock shakes. <laughs> <laughs> They're good. Oh, God. and I don't go to McDonald's, but so, so you know, and I know you know you're not big on that sort of thing. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give you one little life hack that's gonna help you, your listeners. My daughter worked at McDonald's when she was in high school, and she said, "Dad, you know what? You tell them that you want them to take some of the hot fudge and layer it in Ooh. to the so you not now you got a, a, a shamrock yeah. hot fudge peppermint chocolate thing, and it is." Fantastic. So that is that's some for, inside knowledge. This folks, the, there is value add to this program today because now you know the dirty secret, the hack at McDonald's to get hot fudge in the shamrock shake. Yeah, man, it's come to this. Uh, you know, we we didn't get a chance to talk about politics or potholes. Well, we get politics. I'll give you two seconds in politics. Yes, yeah. said the election. The Manoir, you know, you watch it and you see the Democratic candidates and everybody's. Well, my Brady, we're still at eight, seven, eight people. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, what are we going to do? It's like, the Democrats have to manage to an entire list of agendas. You know, they've got, uh, let me see, once I have my list here, we got, uh, we got the economy, immigration, education, student loans, clean energy, the environment, global warming, gun control, health care, jobs. And Republicans is like, stock market up? Good. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about the Second Amendment? Solid. <laughs> you know, you, you pro life. It's messaging. You pro life. Good. All right. Solid. I, I said this in a conversation uh, today. You know what the problem with Medicare for all is? Tell me. Messaging. Because who the hell wants to be in Medicare? You know what you are then? Old. Old. Yeah. Come on, man. I don't want to be old. Yeah, it's like getting your AARP. Solicitation in the mail. You're like, oh, why am I getting this? Well, you are old. Oh, okay. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks a lot. Got you know, I, I'm, I'm, I get, I'm, I'm not getting I'm that for ten up. years. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know. Old, I'm well. I'm not. <laughs> not only have been getting it, they got a pill case. Now it's starting to see <laughs> pill case. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, not only am I getting the the mailers, and I have been for a long time. Now they're starting to make sense. <laughs> <laughs> they're going, yeah. But I mean, I think that's the trouble is all the people these Democratic candidates. So you're like, well. They need, they need Mother Teresa to walk in the door, and she ain't walking through that door. No, you got to find somebody who's you know you align with and go with, because there isn't anybody who can perfectly talk to all seventeen of the issues on their agenda. No, and you know Bernie's heart's gonna explode. He's so pissed off. He's just, you know what I mean. It's just gonna like one of these times he's gonna start screaming and yelling, and it's just that's gonna be it. He'll you remember the movie Dave? Yes. They'll put in Larry They're going to get Larry David. Larry David. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to use for the country, Larry. Won't miss a beat. <laughs> you just be the grumpy. Listen. <laughs> he does the best. Larry. He does the best. Bernie ever. That's not what I said. I wrote the bill. I wrote that if, bill. You know, if uh, if Bernie Sanders actually becomes president, actually, if he just gets a nomination, it's going to be the greatest windfall for for uh, Larry David ever. Yeah. I mean, it's every week on Saturday Night Live, right? I mean, it's he's got a standing gig over there doing the cold open. Oh, God, he's, uh, I mean, it's just the best. And, and, and he's dead on. So I you mean. got, you got 
Larry David, the debates, the debates on Saturday Night Live will be Larry David against uh, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Can you imagine anything more beautiful than that? Just over and over again. Comedy gold. It is. So now I'm kind of hoping Bernie gets the nomination. No, and that's the thing is because I'll never find anybody to play. Klobuchar. Amy Klobuchar. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, um, it, that's a, well. That's the thing is, by the time that everybody sorts out, nobody wants to quit, and mm-hmm. you know, so all the moderates can kind of form behind one person. They all want to hang in there till last. By that time, it's going to be over. Biden's going to win South Carolina, and that's going to change the calculus a little bit. Well, you saw what he said the other day, though, right? What did he say? He says a lot of dumb things. He says, "I'm a candidate for the United States Senate. And y'all want you to take a look at me, evaluate me, and if you don't like it, well, go vote for the other Biden." <laughs> it's like going, no one should give him the remote control, much less the nuclear codes. No, he's too old. These guys are all too, all old. too old. Actually, you know, I've, I'm not going to say it. No, I'm not, I'm not going to get myself in trouble with that one. So uh, that's politics. That's it. That's, right? that's all we got. That's, po- that, that, that's it. But the potholes, potholes are bad. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree on that. Mm-hmm. And they, they're there every year. I did report, I reported one a, in my neighborhood, reported it on the little... Oh, on the app. Next day, How many done? guys? Done. Well, that's good. Five dudes showed done. up. Done. That's a, Five dudes showed up. Of course, it was right in front of Teresa Staley's house. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's you're probably lucky then because, you know, there's like a... It's going to be in the newsletter. <laughs> uh, we probably should finish up. Uh, John Nichols, the common man. Thank you for being here, man. Always it's good. a pleasure as always. Uh, you should just come by every Tuesday. I should. I could be. I mean, like, we just hang out. I could be your Andy Richter. That that'd be awesome. And uh, Jason Noyes from uh, What's Going On Sioux Falls. What's and on Facebook. Yes. All the good things that are going on in Sioux Falls, gentlemen. Uh, thank you very much for being here, both of you. Yeah, thanks for having Our me. Our pleasure. Uh, that's the Patrick Lally Show podcast for this week. We'll be back. Uh, we got. We're lining up shows already. I, I should probably thank uh, Full Circle Book Co-op for letting us be here. Your conservative, that. communist, left-leaning, libertarian bookstore and cafe <laughs> at 123 West 10th Street in the best little city in America. And, of course... Uh, two sponsors. Two sponsors. We got uh, Northview Bait and Tackle, your home for live bait, dead tackle, propane, propane accessories, U-Haul, uh, self-storage, and uh, hiding dog, dog and cat food. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you've got uh, Red, Red Barn Bones. Salsa, handcrafted... Small batch salsa made on the Good Earth Organic Farm, just south of Lenox. Uh, look for it in in various uh, um, iterations. Iterations, like I'm sure it'll be showing up in co-ops, food co-ops, oh. and 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 farmers markets and and socialist enclaves near you. Your taste buds will thank you. Yes. So to all those people, thank you very much. That's it. We'll be back next week. Bye, everybody. And I can't tell what I need to have To have to show Everyone is falling to the ground But I won't run Just the things you know and love 
taking back things that they that think you know. Just. Yes.